Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM. KKNW, I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. It's raining here in Seattle, but at least it's not as cold as it was. I mean, it was really cold, and it's maybe snowing in the mountain. I'm not sure. I, <clears throat> I'm glad to be back on. I mean, I love being on, and uh, this is a great week to get started. going to get started with some updates for Mr. Rye here. I haven't been on for a couple weeks, so how you doing, Mr. Rye? Just fine, Reverend Harriet. I, I never should have promised God if it didn't rain on Martin Luther King Day, it could rain the rest of the month. So <laughs> I asked for it. So I'm, I apologize to everybody because I'm the one that prayed for. It. I said, Lord, if you just don't let it rain on on a holiday, you can rain the rest of the month. <laughs> and the Lord delivered what I requested. So I'm, I'm the, <laughs> I have to be responsible for some of that. All right. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. And I, I, I know you got a lot of updates. And uh, so I just let you get started. I mean, you told me something I had known about earlier, not too long ago, about Dr. King's son. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, matter of fact, Dr. King's son, Dexter Gordon, uh, uh, Dexter Scott uh, King, passed away yesterday. Uh, his birthday was uh, January 30th. Uh, he was uh, 62 years old. Uh, he was uh, more like the rest of the King family. He was seven years old when his father was killed. And uh, so, you know, they had, uh, he's had some turbulent times in his life. He also played his father in a movie uh, that was on. And okay. uh, he was a short timer at the King Center. I guess there was some differences of opinion on how that should go. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, that's Yolanda uh, King who was passed away, the oldest sister who actually took care of him as a little boy. Okay. And now he's passed away. So that leaves uh, Reverend Bernice and Martin Luther King III. So, uh, and just celebrating uh, Dr. King's birthday and the holiday last Monday, and then to have this happen uh, six days after that, you know, is uh, kind of shocking, but uh, uh, life will have to go on. And I just really uh, feel sorry for the King family. But going back to the King holiday, uh, it was a very successful event last last week. Uh, Hayward Evans did an outstanding job with the career fair, along with John Glenn, Leslie Patton, and Marlene, and uh, the, the group from uh, from uh, WorkSource. They did an outstanding job. Uh, there was about sixty different uh, participants there in terms of uh, uh, agencies, uh, employers, uh, uh, training programs. Some of the uh, some the Divine Nine showed up. That's the sororities and fraternities. Right. And they showed up with all their stuff. Dr. King was an alpha. Uh, the workshops were were full. There uh, there was a workshop on the 11th that was done by uh, uh, the Black Prisoners Caucus, the Women's Division of the Black Prisoners Caucus. And then on uh, the 14th on that Sunday was a youth event at uh, the McKinney Center for Community and Economic Development. The f official name is the Central District Community Preservation and Development Authority, uh, the building on 21st uh, and, and uh, Jackson that was brought here by Reverend Dr. Sarah Barry McKinney as the Seattle Opportunities Industrialization Center. Uh, but overall, the, at the Opportunity Fair, it was packed. Uh, I did a lot of activities during the King holiday. Uh, and also I was a, a, a proud recipient of an award presented by at the Minister's Prayer Breakfast Okay. which was held at Seattle Sheridan that morning at 7 oh, o'clock. Okay. I don't like getting up at 5.30, but the, <laughs> it started. It started. That was the hardest part. And then uh, I also made some comments at the rally regarding the history of uh, the uh, the march itself, which was 41 years old uh, on the 15th. And as a matter of fact, the very first march was Saturday, January 15th, 1983. Wow. And uh, we were protesting and picketing because people had filed a lawsuit uh, for us not to uh, change the name of Empire Way to Martin Luther King Jr. Way. And uh, like I said, all the major media were opposed to it. When I did a little interview, they cut a lot of that part out, but that's just a reality. Uh, uh, they were all opposed to it. And then uh, on that, that, that uh, Saturday, January 15, 1983 March was led by Councilman, uh, then Councilman Sam Smith. So wow. we did have okay. some support. He and the late councilman, George Benson, oh, two of the strongest advocates in the city. Uh, uh, the Royer administration had wanted to say they wanted the street just to go from 
uh, Madison, where it started, which was the black community at the time, uh, to where it intersects with uh, Rainier Avenue, because the people on the other side of the street, uh, the south side of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Way had filed complaints and lawsuits. And it got to be real ugly. The Justice Department had to get involved. There were death threats made. Uh, people said that they were gonna, it was going to cost them too much money. And Mayor Charles Roy was sympathetic to them. And But Sam Smith and George Benson said, nope, naming half a street for a great man is a half an honor. And then later on, we found out that Empire Way was State Highway 900. Right. That began at Madison, uh, on, on Madison Avenue. And right. so uh, they didn't want the MLK signs to be on the freeway. But since it was, ML, it was State Highway 900, they had to have uh, the signs up on the freeway. And it does go through uh, Seattle, uh, parts of Tuckwilla, and a little piece of Renton. And uh, then we also talked about uh, the county name change, which was uh, after... November 2nd, 1983, President Ronald Reagan uh, designated the third Monday in 1986 of January to be the first King holiday. And about two weeks after that, King County Councilmember Ron Sims and Bruce Lang had a, a proclamation to proclaim that uh, the county was going to be for Martin, the name for Martin Luther King Jr. But after 13 years passed in 1999 at the Martin Luther King event, I raised the question that where there was no evidence this was Martin Luther King Jr. County. And Larry Gossett was the chair of the committee at that time. And we I put a motion on the floor that Councilman Gossett should try to find out what we need to do to officially have the name of, of Martin Luther King, the official name uh, changed to Martin Luther King Jr. County. And as it turns out, uh, State Senator Adam Klein, I thought it was six times, he introduced legislation eight times before it passed from 1999 to 2005. And it finally passed in 2005. Governor Christine Gregoire came to the Martin Luther King Jr. County Courthouse, signed the legislation. Then it took us another 12 or 13 months to get the logo. <laughs> we, had, we had some folks, you know, uh, even when they did the proclamation in 86, it was a five to four vote. Uh, some people said, well, we should have a picture of the county courthouse as a, as a logo for King County. And naturally, I said, the King County Courthouse don't look like Martin Luther King Jr. So eventually, <laughs> Uh, Vivian Phillips, uh, I can remember Tony's last name, now he's deceased, but he was the, the, the graphic artist. Uh, a lot of people I, I chimed in, he had a lot of support from the clergy, uh, making sure that they talked to their council members and also let the county executive know that it's something we supported. So uh, that that was uh, the history of, uh, of the street. Uh, you know, like I said, it was very contentious. Uh, folks got death threats. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we even heard that a couple of times uh, we had some Seattle police officers who were opposed to it. <laughs> some was recently. that's not unusual for them. They, you know, they still opposed. They went to some of them went to uh, D.C. Uh, uh, not too long ago, a few years January ago. January sixth, they were right there. That's right. That's we, right. Yeah, we that's still don't know who they were. No, I mean, and I think that that's kind of terrible that we don't know who they were. But also, this event here, Martin Luther King honoring my, my Dr. King, was the, is the oldest one in the country, isn't it? Uh, we're. I don't know if we are older than Atlanta, but I know we we have been consistent uh, with uh, turning out a very large march, uh, the workshops, and uh, the opportunity fair started like about five years ago. Because you know, uh, Hayward Evans, I was discussing. You know, people come. They enjoy the rally, the march, the workshops, and come back and they enjoy the meal and the fellowship. But uh, what about the people that have needs? And so we came up with the idea of having an opportunity fair. And uh, John Birchie and uh, with the city of Seattle and Christina Van Middlesworth, they carried the ball for the last couple of years. Uh, Christina got a new job and John had additional stuff added on his plate as uh, one of the training advisors for the city of Seattle. So Hayward and I, because we were the ones that started, we went back in and uh, we'll be getting some younger folks to step in and right. get some, some elders on the sideline. Uh, you know, people. That's what we did with uh, uh, the, the Martin Luther King uh, MLK Organizing Coalition uh, is the leadership of mostly young people. And that's where it should be. And uh, right. I don't know if, if you at the rally, uh, I think Toya Taylor's sister is responsible for having these young men uh, what the youngest guy was in the sixth grade wow. and uh, they were, they give some dynamic speeches. And I think we have a recording of that because it needs to be played again. Wow. That, that, that's probably a good idea. Other, 
to inspire the parents of these young folks right. to make sure their young people get involved in this, understand what's going on politically, uh, because uh, they don't have to navigate the system when they get out of grade <laughs> middle school. Yeah. Well, now, wasn't there another update, too? Didn't you have a letter from uh, about uh, the case that we were working on from... Uh, yeah, about... Uh, there was a, a situation with uh, another sham outreach session like uh, the state and the feds require uh, for uh, age, uh, uh, contractors and businesses to do outreach. Right. A situation where uh, uh, some black truckers were called in by a black consultant. And we hear now she didn't have all the information, but on her email it says, we want you to come in to, uh, uh, to t discuss opportunities in trucking. So 10 black trucking, uh, black truckers showed up at the meeting, a couple of a few others, and uh, they started talking about this contract. It was $11 million dump truck uh, contract. And uh, they, uh, Elton Mason, who bids and watches stuff real closely, he owns Washington State Sand and Gravel. His late father was J.D. Mason, who was the president of the Independent Truckers and Black Excavators Association years ago. So he's been around the industry for a long time. And he raised the question, uh, who, who, who did you award uh, the, what about the dump truck contracting? And uh, so the person at Graham Construction, like Graham Contractors, oh, that's uh, been our award already, but it's confidential. Elton Mason said, no, it's not. You gave it to Grady for $11 million. And you saw the correspondence that the State Office of Minority Women Business Enterprise has suspended Grady uh, from the, but they're still on the job, but suspended them because they haven't came in to prove that they are disadvantaged, like they said. And prior to the husband, uh, I guess it was a divorce, uh, the, uh, there was another Grady who was a female who they, they got all kind of contracts. So right now we still see the same contractors with all this work going on. We got 10 black truckers who are not moving and all the opportunities in the world going on. So we've been trying to get the, the feds to investigate this thing. Uh, uh, the uh, the part, Attorney General and, and Christine Clark, I think he made her do it, sent our complaint, our racial discrimination complaint against Washington State over to the Department of Transportation. Uh, no one's heard a word from the Department of Transportation since the complaint was filed November 23rd, uh, 2021. Right, it's and been a while now, and it don't look like we're going to get it. Don't look like we're going to get any movement on this case, does it? Well, I'm asking the uh, members of the Congressional Black Caucus to help out because uh, economic discrimination is really one of the most harmful. Uh, well, the, 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 it is. It is. It affects people's lives. It affects their quality of life. It affects their mental state of, and things. You know, like after a while, you start going, well, something wrong with me. No, it's not you. It's the racism that has been allowed to uh, uh, just, uh, just flourish in contracting in Washington State. Now we have yeah. black consultants uh, who uh, go around and they, you know, they're there, but nothing gets done. They do the well, same. Well, I, I don't know what I don't know what their power is. Then, if you're a black consultant and you can't deliver something for the black contractors, then I don't know what your power is. Then, I mean, it sounds like it looks like they don't have any power. But this is continuous going on. And the one thing you just said is about economics. And the whole idea in America was to make sure that we never got that so-called strong foot up uh you know you take one step and then you know two steps backwards and just to think that the state of washington have not done business with us ran us out of business so much so many of us have not done right. business with us in a, in a uh, in a sizable way since jesus left okay since jesus left okay yeah. And I guess we're supposed to wait for the rapture, okay? Because they, they haven't given us anything. In fact, they've taken from us. Well, the sad and, thing is, is that in 2021, and Congressman Benny Thompson attached this letter, we had letters of support uh, for equality from Senator Patty Murray, Congressman Benny Thompson, Congressman Adam Smith, Congresswoman Marilyn Strickland. When Benny Thompson wrote his letter, he was chair of the House Homeland Security Committee and had been the chair of the, the, the January 6th uh, special committee. Adam Smith was chair of the House Armed Services Committee, who was our congressman in this area. Uh, Patty Murray was the second ranking senator. And then Marilyn Strickland did a letter in March of 2020, 2023 as whip of the Congressional Black Caucus. 
And you would think anybody else in America having that kind of political support would get some results. But because it's us, we it's just us for us to get not justice. So it's it's really sad. Uh, but uh, you know, that's why there's uh, there this lukewarm support for the Biden administration because of the fact a lot of people are not getting, especially black folks. Folks well, who've been here 400 years. Well, I, I don't know. I, I you're right about the the, the lukewarm uh, uh, response, but the alternative. I tell, I tell, I'm telling people. You know what? I don't care who the Democrats is running. I, we better wake up and understand that they're not going to round us up. They might not give us what we need, but they're not going to round us up. I mean, these other folks want to round us up. Ain't no question about it. <laughs> Okay, so again, we stuck between I see that. the governor from your, from your home state dropped out. Oh yeah, he dropped out. I mean, uh, this guy, you know, uh, 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 unless unless there's an earthquake in Trump's life, he will absolutely be on the ballot in most states. Okay, I mean, and and the Supreme Court, people didn't realize in 2016 it was about the court, not about the president. I mean, people really don't understand is that the court is the final arbiter of America. And uh, they got the court set for the next 40 years. So, uh, so uh, you know, I'm glad the young people are getting involved because I'm trying to tell people, don't get discouraged, man. We've been here before. I mean, it seems we, we, our kids, so many people are doing pop culture. They don't realize that we've been here at this very place before in our life in America. Well, we certainly have. And we're an African descendant of the United States enslaved. have been the most patriotic of all Americans. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've been here... <laughs> 400 years, I fought in every war. <laughs> right. Uh, because of slavery, yeah. America became an economic power because That's of the right. That's right. Years We're running labor. out of time now, Mr. Rice. So I'm good. Okay, then. You know. but, Bye, uh, but uh this is good. So I have you on next week uh, uh, so we can continue this because it's not going away. It's not. It's, it's our voices that are going to have to keep talking about this. So I, I appreciate you coming on and uh, Happy New Year to you uh, uh, and all the good work uh, that you're doing. And let's continue to move forward. How is that? That's fine. Look out for Angela Rice podcast, Native, Native Land Pod. Okay. It was number right. one last week. Okay. I'll look out was. for it. All right. Okay. Look for it. Okay. Thank then. you. All right. All right then. Thank you. All right. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Rem Walden. We're taking a break and we'll be right back. Love to be on the air. Thank you. The King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today bored with the other stations hammering away on the same old talking points try alternative talk 1150 and get some variety oh good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on 1150 a.m kknw i'm your host from walden it's my joy to be on there i love that song you know woke up this morning with freedom you gotta wake up with something you might as well have freedom than to wake up wake up without with the wake up with being angry so freedom give you something to wrap your wrap your day around so freedom mm-hmm. for all people i'm going to bring my next guest on here he has been on from before a while it's leo uh gabriel uh, uh gabriel tucker mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> from arkansas <laughs> i haven't been to that but i'm planning on coming because you're going to invite me welcome yes. welcome welcome just uh, yeah i'm so happy to see you and 
hear all the good things you've been doing there uh, uh, in that uh, landlocked state, you know, not, and not a lot of water there, I presume, maybe not, you know, I gotta, I gotta live near the water. I just, I, you know, under those states, I'm glad they're there. I'm glad that people like you are living there. How many rivers or streams do you have? You know, we've got um, in the east side of the state, it's it's a lot of water. It's not enough to satisfy you, Reverend Walden, but it's the Mississippi Delta. Oh, the Mississippi Delta. OK, OK, OK. <laughs> but it ain't the it ain't the Puget Sound and it ain't the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the Grand Ole Mississippi has a you know, it goes a long ways. So, you know, the, the tribute, the tributaries to, to the Mississippi. Uh, I think the tributaries start somewhere in Canada, I believe, and mm, then flow north. Wow. I mean, flow south, I believe. So uh, I used to follow great rivers because I'm, I'm a lover of uh, rivers uh, uh, that flow uh, north. And they're unusual. Mm. I mean, I grew up in a town, Sanford, Florida. The St. John River starts there, and it okay. flows north. Wow. Most rivers uh, most rivers flow south. The Ponderay mm -hmm. in Montana flows north into Canada. The Blue mm. Nile flows north uh, 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 in East Africa. So I just love rivers and uh, tributaries. And it's one of those things that I used to study. We used to get an atlas. And we would know all the rivers in the world that uh, uh, that uh, flow north. That uh, discuss discuss. I, I like that. So anyway, That's I so love cool. rivers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes me think of Langston Hughes, and you know, saying his his soul has grown deep like the rivers. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's something about rivers and the tributaries, you know, and all the little streams and everything. You know, eventually it all runs out to the ocean. You know, mm -hmm. everything eventually ends up back to the ocean and it's you know it's it, it's part of it's part of the life cycle and i know that that's the good work you're doing but you want to just uh, give the uh, give my audience a, a, a little bit info about you and the true transparency i i do i uh, know leo i've been knowing him for a while and i was uh instrumental in being part of his uh program at one time on some way so yes 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 um Reverend Walden, you and I met through my beloved friend, Michelle Storms, who's now the director at the ACLU. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm so glad, I, you know, I, I just went into her office my first day in law school and I was like, I want to meet somebody who does important work on the ground in Seattle. And she, she didn't hesitate. She was just like, let me get you Reverend Walden's information. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how we met at Starbucks. Um, yeah. That Starbucks not even there anymore. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, so I graduated law school and came back to Arkansas and, and I do um, civil rights work here in Arkansas, immigrant rights work. We um, we saw that um, the so-called resource officers, the SROs in the schools were arresting nearly, I mean, the, the city I live in is, is about 6% Black folks, African-American folks here in, in Northwest Arkansas. And the, the, the arrest of, of students by the so-called resource officers was 48% black students. And so uh, together with the NACP Northwest Arkansas chapter, I sued um, the the city of Fayetteville because they wanted to add more police to the school. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, and we what stopped were they arresting them. them for. I mean, were they, I mean, was it, I mean, were they criminal behavior or no. fights or uh, felonies or just, no. just arrest them because they was colored? That, you know, I, I was curious about that too, Reverend Walden, and I filed a Freedom of Information Act request, and every single police report was, oh, well, Johnny was um, in the cafeteria after he wasn't supposed to be in the cafeteria. Or, that's a crime. Mm. I mean, but is that really a statue on the book for the, for, for the schools there in Arkansas? If a child is still in the, uh, in the, in the lunchroom, he can be arrested for, uh, for vagrancy in the no. lunchroom <laughs> that their parents' taxpayers' money pay for it? Exactly right. And, um, you know, <laughs> it's just wild. But but um, the the statistics have gotten a lot better since we since we sued the city. And, you know, it was uh, we we, we kind of embarrassed the mayor and the police chief, I think, into doing better. Well, now, did they did, were you able to uh, uh, do to uh, make sure you expunge those criminal records for those uh, young now they're juvenile? I mean, not now they would have a record. You know, actually, I'm just making a note in my cell phone, Reverend Walden, because I didn't think because about that's that. Because gonna, that's going to come up. Have you ever been arrested? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, and once I mean, we steal the record, they can honestly answer no under Arkansas law. 
Um, right. So I will reach out to these young people's families now and offer that. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, they otherwise they're not going to get a job, get into school, um, housing, I mean, scholarships, housing, whatever. all of that, all of that. I, 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 is a, a prelude to them not being successful at all. Yeah, no. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's all these barriers and, and stuff like that, you know, I mean, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm always interested in, uh, across the country because Seattle uh, CSO's officers did not do that. I mean, you know, it, it was different. I mean, uh, yeah. they were there. And I think that now I, people do that to be the baby with the bathwater. And some of the uh, students want them back, but you know, after George Floyd, most a lot of places contract. I mean, I, I, I you know, cancel the contract. And uh, yeah. but the, that incident was not in your town. I mean, it was like right. you, know, you get caught up in it, you know, mm -hmm. in, in, in what's happening across the country. So uh, totally, yeah, totally. Um, another thing that that our time with you has uh, generated in my heart, mind, Reverend Walden, is that um, I went to well. So mostly I should say I represent children who have been uh, seeking asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border, and they've been taken to Arkansas by the Office of Refugee Resettlement, and we make them eligible for Medicaid and a path to citizenship and in-state tuition and all this wonderful stuff, uh, fight their asylum for them, that sort of thing. Are they um, separated from their parents? Uh, yes, we've had um, the, the last two fiscal years a record number of unaccompanied uh minors um relocated to arkansas by the office of refugee resettlement wow and um it's been uh, it's been a lot of work because each one of them gets the contact information of my nonprofit law firm arkansas immigrant defense um but we had a big outreach event in little rock on saturday last saturday um and it was wonderful and we had plenty of we had 23 consultations of several of the children have like life saving or life potentially life ending disabilities and we're going to be able to make them eligible for medicaid so that they can get the full spectrum of care that they need um both in the hospital and at home um and i love my job i'm one of the few happy lawyers that i know but, <laughs> but what came you, don't up, have to, you don't have to take those cases that you know <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> oh. oh my goodness you know i mean you know when you think about Defenders, I mean, you know, public mm -hmm. defense. I, I, being a prosecutor is a whole different reality. But when you are, you know, I mean, I guess the law says you got, you're defending people, and your opinion, your your whatever, whatever has no bearing here. It's just a law. just a law. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I get to, you know, have some pretty pretty cool clients, and you know, kids and teens, and um, anyhow. But the night before, I went to a screening in Little Rock on the Elaine massacre. It's the largest race massacre in American history. And it was, uh, um, the official account is 200, but it was probably closer to over a thousand uh, black farmers who were killed and their land mysteriously handed over to the wealthy white people in what, what uh, Eastern Arkansas. What state was that in? In it's Arkansas? In Arkansas. Really? Because I never heard of that one. I know Mississippi had, had a bowl that is something that they disburied people in, you know? I mean, the Mississippi yeah. bowl, and I think I think the peaches grow there, and nobody will eat the peaches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody should be <laughs> eating the rice fruit. from this. From the, It is. It's, it's strange, strange fruit. I mean, in, in wow. Arkansas, it's strange rice. So it's it's something that I was born and raised in Arkansas, Reverend Walden, and no one ever told me about it. So no and it's called Elaine? Elaine. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I'll send you a trailer. I'll send you a link to the trailer. Yeah, you, can check you know, it out. I mean, and just to think that people want us to not, you know, like in Florida, you know, I'm from Florida and the governor, he wants to take black history out of everything. Right. And he wants to take out uh, dictionaries, <laughs> you know, and I'm saying, I mean, these are the people oh, who land, believe huh? that the world is still flat. Because they believe that the world is still flat and uh, and all the other stuff is just made up. And it's like, OK. If you take it's out the wild. dictionary, you know, I mean, how how the children going to learn? Oh, I guess they could Google, but Google is not complete, man. I mean, if you depended mm -hmm. on Google, I'm always correcting them. I mean, you know what? At the bottom of the search. <laughs> <laughs> the truth might be at the bottom of the search. Um, oh, well, yeah, you know, but then they say, well, were you pleased with this? I said, no, and they, they no. ask why, and then I tell them what history says. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Reverend Walden. And, and what you said about the dictionary makes me think about one of the filmmakers said, you know, a lot of these things are called race riots, and that suggests that there is guiltiness. So that's right. Somebody on did both something. sides. 
but what it was was a massacre. And it was just the typical colonial playbook of kill and dispossess, kill and dispossess. Well, yeah, you know, and I, like I said, I'm from Florida. I didn't know about Rosewood until I, until I you know, until they made the movie. You know, I mean, that's, that's a movie where they burned down the town in Florida. But they burned down towns in Florida a, a, a lot. I mean, there's a okay. few of them and uh, this kind of stuff. And it's like, wow. <laughs> but I'm really interested in this one because, man, they took the land too. see, the farmers, and they never have been compensated. Never. You know, the farmers uh, uh, never been compensated uh, right. for, uh, uh, and now they still pay, pay some farm farmers not to, not to plant. I mean, you Isn't know, that wild? You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> and the other ones never got compensated. But, you right. know, uh, one of the things that's so uh, terrible in America is hatred. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world right now. I mean, it 100%. really is. I mean, because I, nothing has been settled. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, people are fighting over a God right now, or fight, fighting over religion or land. I mean, it's like, well, Muhammad cannot, I'm good. Yeah. Muhammad could, could, can stand the test of time, and so can, uh, so can uh, you know, Jehovah or whatever, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know. And so why are we absolutely, at this day and age, having a war about land because the creator made enough land. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's land for everybody. If, if we, uh-huh. if we open up our consciousness to believe that, you know, I, I, but, but it's, it's like this other stuff that goes on. And I think that then nothing has been settled uh, because no, no, nobody wants to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but i um, you know, I mean, what, what I, what I'm excited about, it's the work that you're doing there. I oh, mean, I know that wherever black people are, they're catching they uh, they're catching hell. I mean, really and truly. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean that uh, we uh, we are suffering from white rage after eight years of Obama in mm-hmm. the White House. Yeah, there's a book about black progress, white white rage, and it shows uh, it chronicles throughout history uh, the rage of white people who've uh, been upset about black progress. Mm. And so what you see right now with a great uh, takeover uh, uh, with the GOP, it really is directed at us first because yeah. we're in the Constitution on 13th, 14th Amendment, see? Nobody else is. We're, right. we're there. Yeah, We're there. We're mm-hmm. there. I mean, they can say anything they want to, but the 13th uh, Amendment and the 14th Amendment. Now, I'm not sure if we're in the 15th Amendment, but I know the 13th and 14th Amendment, we are in there. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 uh, and so we haven't dealt with uh, the fact that uh, that that uh, that the doctrine of discovery, and then it was a doctrine before that. Uh, it was it was uh, Nicholas V. Uh, uh, he uh, he he gave Portugal exclusive rights to bring uh, uh, Africans out of uh, Africa. Uh, he said that they was uh, infidels. Uh, uh, also, seraphims. I mean, seraphim is an old word for Mohammedism. Mm. Mohammedism is a word for you know for Muslim, but uh, yeah. he said that uh, he said that the Africans did not have a soul. And check this out, he said we'd be in perpetual servitude, and that means perpetual suffering. Mm. So I want to be a bodhisattva. If you're in the suffering of black people, you heal the world. Mm. 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 Can you imagine yeah. that? I mean, can you yeah. imagine the arrogance of of uh, of people? To believe that their God created the world when Africa, when if you go back, everything they have come from the African continent. Right. You know, all those holy books was not. Uh, you know, it was no Mid East. You know, it was. Uh, uh, it was no Suez Canal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the and, origin and, of everything. Yeah, and and so it was Northeast it was Africa. Planet. So um, so so just having a sense of geography sometimes I uh, uh, can can help you uh, understand the world and uh, and how it's been tilted down on a on a bad slant for uh, for, for 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 a few people who came out of off a small continent. Europe is small. It is. <laughs> it's small. It's comparatively very small, Reverend Walden. <laughs> and and something that you said just about that 13th amendment anytime I was in law school and someone would talk about the 13th amendment ending slavery, I would raise my hand and I would say Actually, if you read it, it says slavery is prohibited unless someone's a convict. Well, and that's so you true. gotta you gotta read you know read the small print in that Thirteenth Amendment because we still have it. You know. Well, but you know what I you know what I regret 
after 34 years of doing mothers, we didn't teach children in 1990 not to be a felon. Mm. Because really, when you're a felon, you have no rights in America. You are the, you are the immigrants who come and get the, get sworn in on July 4th has more rights than a person who ancestor came mm. by way of the slave ship. Mm-hmm. And Forced. We, we did not know they were stolen. We call ourselves the stolen ones, you know. Stolen ones. I, 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 and, and, and just think about a missed opportunity. There's mm. so many young people. I mean, like the state, in some of the states, you know, you can't get your rights back. Right. You, you know, in vote. Florida, you ain't getting them back. You know, Florida, that's my home take. Florida ain't giving them back, okay? You can, you can be a saint with wings on you. <laughs> <laughs> Florida does not care. Um, no, no. And you know, does Arkansas restore uh, uh, felons their rights? You know, I'm not sure to what extent. Um, I will I will dig and let you know. Um, but what you said reminds me of, you know, starting in 1948, the U.S. government dropped bomb after nuclear bomb on the Marshall Islands. Yes. And uh, made a lot of people sick and, right. uh, and continue to make a lot of people sick. That's right. Um, as a result... Uh, Marshallese people are able to come and go legally from the U.S. And just in the last two weeks, Reverend Walden, for some reason, the the xenophobes at Immigration and Customs Enforcement here in Northwest Arkansas have begun to deport Marshallese people. Um, and at least the reports that I'm getting, it's not that they've done any any uh, sort of terrorism or anything. Uh, some haven't even finish with their sort of criminal process. And we know that some people get charged with a crime that they don't commit. Um, so they're being deported away from their families, away from their communities, back to the islands that are sinking because of climate change, which is happening because of mostly European. American consumerism. <laughs> mostly, mostly well, no, European. the Europeans left for, you know, uh, in the 1400, and now it's 500 years, and look what has happened to the world. It's been around for for, for, for a long time, you know? You yeah. know so, yeah, you yeah. know, so, wow. Let's take a break right now. And call your oh, yeah, yeah. Let's take a break and, and right. get a little music, and we'll be right back. Cool. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. We'll be right back. The King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today alternative talk 1150 local talk for the body mind and soul good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on 1150 a.m kknw i'm your host from walden it's my joy to be on the air i want to thank eric for playing that song make me an angel from uh from uh from montgomery you know i want i like you know what i like about that song i, I want to bring my guests on back my my guest lee leo uh, uh uh leo back on you know we've been knowing each other for a while you know what i like about that song because i think of all the people that was there during the civil rights movement that mm-hmm. you know rosa parks her birthday is going to be uh february uh, uh uh 4th and dr martin luther king his son passed away yesterday uh, 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 you know i think i think dexter i believe his name was and but you think about these people who absolutely stood not afraid 
and they and they and they walked for over three hundred and some days. It was you know the greatest uh, 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 boycott ever. It was, it was a Montgomery boycott. So when I wow. think about that, I think about the greatness of people who actually who who showed us how to stand. Mm-hmm. And I, then you know, and then you are you doing that standing work right there, in your ta- in your state, you know, in in in, well, in, in incredible. So yeah, and and you're a part of my standing work here in. And uh, I, I I tell people, and I, I I attribute the quote to you, and and you kind of hinted at it earlier in our conversation of the biggest lie anybody ever believed was that there's not enough for everybody. <laughs> and it is enough. <laughs> what creator would create a world and not put enough in it for people? I mean, what creator would do that? Yeah. It has you know. I mean, it it has nothing to do with the creator. It, it is man's consciousness. It's the reason why it's not enough food. It's man's mm. consciousness that why why children are uh, in Gaza are scared and and crying and and vice mm-hmm. versa. You know, it, it's it, it, I don't know that kind of creator. I mean, that kind of creator that would create a world and make sure that some have and some have not. You know, I mean, I, I left that a long time ago. I left that kind of thinking mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, it does mm-hmm. not uplift us. It does not. It does not even make creator. It does not even make the divine look good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> It does not make the divine look good. <laughs> oh, well, the people over there, they're so special. They get to have all of the food and the scraps that they don't like or don't want. They'll bring them across the street for the people that just wasn't quite blessed enough. Right. You know, that, that's that's the Adam Smith attitude. He said, mm. you know, I mean, the father's capitalism, you know, I mean, he had some stuff to say about you know, people who are blessed, you know, people who have a lot, they're blessed by God. Wow. But it's a wow. consciousness. See, the kingdom is with it was in all of us. So we're all blessed. Mm-hmm. We just have to learn how to access the 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 the, the kingdom. I mean, it's 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 not anything outside of us. So it's consciousness. And so yeah. if people believe, and then you know, and you think about all the people who believe that they weren't worthy, because that's what the Catholic mm. Church says, you know, well, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you. Only say them for the words and I shall be. How can you not be worthy? You were made in the image and in right. the love of of the Most High. So how can we not be worthy? It's, yeah, it's, not it's, logical. It's, it's, it's all. It's, it's it's not true. And that, no. that, that, that you know, and that's why you know it's it's so much sorrow and despair mm-hmm. because people believing that they're not worthy. Of course, they're worthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're worthy. Yeah. They're worthy of the banquet table being set, but it's already set. It's in the invisible world. You have to you have to understand how to bring it to this plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what you said reminds me, uh, we'll meet at the welcome table, I think was the name of this song. Yeah, the welcome table uh, was an old gospel song I would sing as a, oh, as yeah. a kid growing up. Uh, right. mm-hmm. You know, everybody's welcome at the welcome table. Um, yeah, we need more welcome tables, don't we? More welcome tables. I mean, I mean, can you imagine welcome tables all over the world? I mean, right there in Gaza, you know, right in Israel, right there in all the places. And, you know, people just sit around and and, and the mothers could hold their babies. And, you That'd know, sometimes nice. you might have done some of this work, Stephen, but I mean, Leo, but I've always been so concerned about the mothers who children was taken from them at the border. Uh, you know, when Trump came in, you know, I mean, yeah. and that and, I, you know, and some of those mothers will never see their children because they didn't process them right. Right. And some mothers probably have made, you know, felt like they didn't want to be on the planet and maybe committed suicide. Right. But but the children, they're hard. You know, the, the children's hard. Yeah. Yeah. They they never will see some will never see their mothers again. You know, and yeah. I, 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 it's almost like a death. I mean, I understand that my mother died when I was two years old, but the, it's like a death for these children. Mm-hmm. And America created this. And they didn't have to create that for for these children, you know. I mean, no. it's such a tragedy, and so that's why the work you're doing there is uh, is really good. Well, thank you. You know, I, I like to distinguish between necessary suffering and unnecessary suffering. And as you just highlighted, that unnecessary unnecessary suffering at the border is was, was just so unnecessary. Like necessary suffering is like okay, you get a wisdom tooth, you're eighteen, oh, yeah. wisdom <laughs> teeth happen. Oh yeah, okay, but, but don't forget our childbirth. I mean, you know, I mean, you would have that experience, but uh, that's suffering too. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but at the end of that suffering, you know, there's a bundle. There's a bundle, and they yeah. they just they swaddle it up and put it in the mother's arms, and everybody's mm. so happy. But mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, you, you know, I, I I think you're right, Reverend Walden, that it's important to not just share the bad news. Um, and uh, and I thought of just a couple of stories that that are really lovely. Okay. Um, that I could share. Um, we had. Uh, it's not uncommon for um, folks uh, from Central America, young folks to be kind of lured to the U.S. by human traffickers and say, oh, right. we'll get you a great soccer scholarship. Life's going to be great. And um, if it's a young woman, she's forced to perform uh, sex work. If it's a young man, he's forced to perform construction work and they keep all the money. And, right. and eventually, hopefully, they break out and find their way to um, a safe adult that connects them with our legal services and we help get them on a path to unexploitability. Right. So we had a case just kind of along those lines recently, and um, the young person had a had a, a disability that one of her feet was growing faster than the other. She was still oh, very young. Wow. And um, and so uh, we had filed the the application to get her on a path to lawful status uh, with the federal government, but um, then the state of Arkansas was refusing to give her Medicaid in violation of the law. And I contacted the attorney at the Department of Human Services and I said, hey, could you please fix this? And historically, he's been pretty amenable to working with me and not making me endure a five hour administrative hearing to get the get the situation resolved. And he told me, no, that uh, the person who was in charge is out for weeks and that he couldn't tell me when it would happen. And I wrote him back and. You know, I said, you know, as I've already explained, it's a really important situation. She can't get on and off the school bus because she keeps falling because of this fast growing foot situation. And, um, you know, it's it's nothing personal, Rich, but um, it's Friday. I don't have time to do it today, but I'm going to see you on Monday and I'm going to have a press conference on the steps of the Arkansas Capitol. And, and I'm going to name your name in every single sentence that I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper noun you're gonna put in there. <laughs> proper noun, no, for, no, no pronouns. <laughs> and um, by golly, if you wouldn't uh, just believe it, Reverend Walden, I got an immediate phone call apologizing and an email apologizing, <laughs> and <laughs> that child's Medicaid was immediately approved. And um, it's uh, it seems to have fixed the whole department like i haven't gotten any unlawful denials since then and i've gotten plenty before that wow and so it's just you know some people do the right thing if if they get that spotlight even just that's right fixing to be pointed at them <laughs> <laughs> well and that's how they have to be sometime you know i guess jonah and the whale didn't jonah didn't want to go somewhere and he got that spotlight he got the whale spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. You're oh, that's good. Right. That's good. Uh, I, I'm yeah. glad that you're able to to do that uh, there, and I, I'm so glad you inspired to to uh, take your degree and be of yeah. service with it. Thank you. you know? Me too. Yeah, I'm so glad that service. somebody paid for my law school because a lot of people they come out with debt and they can't do the good work. Yeah. Because they, they want to buy go, a they, car, they got to go. They got to go be a prosecutor. I work as a public defender. Exactly, exactly. And they are overworked. They get forty. They get ten times the cases a day than than the prosecutor and less money. Exactly. I mean, of course, Washington State has a pretty good on some level on east on this side of the mountain has a pretty good uh, public defense uh, mm -hmm. situation. But in some places, it's not not like this here in Seattle. Exactly, Reverend right Walden. And those prosecutors have investigators called the police, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they always going to agree with them because they, they need are. them to solve the other cases. See, they that, sure that's are. That that's the dynamic. See, and that's why mm -hmm. that's why they always walk. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. uh, I, 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 that I, it's, we do, you do the work for a lifetime, but then you realize that it's a work of the heart and the law is one thing, mm -hmm. but uh, it's, it's the heart, it, it hearts that has to be changed. And, um, and then you look at it, you know, like, like the police officers here are down in Tacoma, uh, uh, the killing of Manny Ellis. Not only did they uh, was found not guilty, uh, they were cleared of it uh, uh, in the investigation and allowed oh to quit and walk away with $500,000 each. So wow. they got a million and a half dollars. Oh and in gosh. our community, they used to say, kill him, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, get a prize. Wow. <laughs> so, it's just uh, a bounty. Yeah. That's exactly right. 
But you know, there's a higher law. I, mm-hmm. I, they might have gotten away with it uh, on this level and plane of existence, but you never know what happens in there and in in there, what's going on in their in their subconscious mind. You know, absolutely. Kind of thing. So, but then, oh, yeah. I'm gonna send you my press release for my new cards. I'm, I oh, I have good. some virtues, uh, uh, healing cards that I'm doing. I'm doing healing circles with the virtues, uh, and I'll send you that. And I, you know, who knows? I might get invited to uh, Arkansas. I would love to help facilitate that. So they come there. Well, I'd love for you to facilitate that. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) It's such a joy to be with you, even just virtually. It it is. And uh, I mean, I just always admired your, uh, the way that you moved in the world. I mean, you moved in the world with care. I Mm. mean, and I, 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 and it's, it, it comes from the heart, not from the head. You know, I mean, the, the head is the reason why we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. We need, we need more people who are willing to be heart-centered in the world. And I think that, I think that that's the only thing that's going to fix the world. I mean, the law is there. I mean, the law is immutable. I mean, on some levels, I think they are, but it's the unfeeling yeah. and all of this stuff with the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do believe that the changes in the world will come from uh, moving from our head into our heart center. And yes. everybody wants to be a bodhisattva, you know, the end yes. suffering, mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. suffering. I mean, yes. you know what? I think we have the capacity to end suffering. I think so. You know, and, uh, and uh, you know, why not? Because we know that God made everything in abundance and, uh, you know, exactly. I, I, it's, it's all made up. Uh, this, this lack is all made up. <laughs> it's all fiction. All this lack, all this scarcity is fiction. You it is. Not. It really is. It really is because there really is enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think if you and I had a couple of those billions, what would we be doing? We wouldn't <laughs> be trying to save them to the next lifetime. No, no, no. We're not trying to give it all to our children or nothing. We're trying to <laughs> change the world. Oh, yeah. we change the world. That's a song, too. That's a good one. Talking about change the world. And uh, we are the world, you know? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but I believe uh, I'm going I'm to always be eternally hopeful. Me too. Me and too. I, and 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 that's why sometimes you have to isolate yourself from so much stuff that's going on. You totally. know, I mean, because totally. uh, it is it, to make sure that you are f- full of apathy and lethargic and oh man, I don't mm-hmm. know what I gotta do. And you know something else you told me, Reverend Walden, and I use this one all the time too, is uh maybe they're right. Maybe we can't have the a world of justice and peace where we can all fulfill our potential. But if we try for it, <laughs> if we just try for it, then so many people are going to have less suffering and a chance right. at freedom. And, right. and so, but I'm with you. I know we can have it. I do. I do too. I do too. And I want my, my audience to know that this is a podcast and they'll be able to listen to it uh, on cake uh, on, uh, on, uh, on the station here. I want to thank you for coming on and I'll send you my press release and uh, you just have a great week and I, uh, and, and, and a happy new year to you. Yeah. Happy new year. I like your name. I like Leo. It's thank good. you so much. All righty. <laughs> Thank you. You listen. Bye bye. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. I'll be back next week. If not, Kendra Salisbury will be here.